morning. Good morning. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath to everybody. Amen. How's everybody doing out there? Amen. I wish I could hear you. <laughs> take, take that little pause right there. But I really wish I could hear you. I'm going to try one more time. Maybe I can hear. Let me, let me do. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath. Amen. Well, the show must go on. Amen. But it's indeed a blessing and an honor to be in the presence of a holy God on this beautiful, beautiful Sabbath day. I am so blessed and just so honored to be able to stand on this platform. Yet again, I take nothing for granted. My wife and I, should I say, we take nothing for granted. It's just a privilege and an honor to be here on this Sabbath day. Amen. Can you believe the month is almost gone? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun, right? I guess so. I guess I even guess in the midst so. of a COVID, we can have fun, right? But we're going to hold on to you. <laughs> even though we're still in this COVID, we're going to have fun. Amen. We're going to have to. We're going to have to have fun. We're going to have to stay encouraged, stay uplifted. Uh, this is what the enemy would love for us to do is to become discouraged and to become doubtful. Amen. But we're going to prove him wrong. Amen. We're going to continue to trust God and to believe in his promises. And again, we just want to say welcome. Welcome. Amen. And I was just about to interject because I was reading the Sabbath school lesson and I just want us to stay with the thought that God is with us. Amen. God is with us. In 2021, <laughs> God is with us. And you just Keep letting that ring in your ears that God is with us because he is faithful and he will do what he said he's going to do. Hey, man, that's what, you know, that's that's something encouraging to me. Thank you so much for preaching to me this morning. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but God is in control and it is a good thing to know, a blessing to know that he is in control in the midst of all the stuff. You know, I was uh, my heart was has been heavy. My heart's been heavy. Actually, when I laid down last night, um, I laid down with a couple songs on my heart and woke up to those same songs on my heart and just been in this in this mode or in this spirit of just giving God praise, because these are some very difficult times. But we know that he that shall come will come and will not tear. I want to say welcome. Um, for those that are joining for the first time, amen, we want to say welcome. welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here with us um, and pray that this experience will be a lasting experience. Mm -hmm. And we just want to say welcome to our tabernacle. Well, you know what? I want to do something. Yeah, what you want to do? Is it possible that you can type in the chat where you're from? And if this is your first time, second time, or wherever you're from, just let us know where you're visiting us from. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Amen. Yeah. It, you know what? And it's good to know who we're, who, who we're preaching mm -hmm. to and who, exactly. we're, who we're speaking exactly. to. So, yeah, please put that in the chat and let us know where you're from so that we'll know who we're uh, ministering to. Mm -hmm. And again, we want to say welcome. Yeah, tell a friend, chat a friend, mm -hmm. email a friend. Text a friend, share, share, uh, mm -hmm. however those different means that we have available for us to get this word out. Um, but just let them know that we are here at the top mm -hmm. and we are here to celebrate the name of the Lord. Honey, did you, was there anything else you want to share? I just want to say be blessed and have a great week and I'll see you next Sabbath. Amen. Thank you so much, honey. God is good. And all the time, God is good. Again, I just want to say thank you and welcome for those that are joining for the first time, those that have been faithfully attending, amen, the sessions that we've been having here, our meetings here, meet every Sabbath, every Saturday at 11 o'clock right here on this platform. And we just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to be here with us. But I do have a couple of announcements that I do want to share before we get out of here. Amen. Before we move on to our tithe and our offering, just want to remind you that today um, we'll have a special COVID um, time today. Now, there is a COVID testing that is going on 
um, the um, um, tier 1B, amen, which is the second round of the vaccine that's being administered today. But I know that there are those that have questions about this, um, about this here um, test, about the vaccine. Well, guess what? Today, what time did I say? Or when did I say? Today, that's right, today, um, at, um, you will have an opportunity to be a part of a special, special um, roundtable where they will be discussing, that's right, there it is on your screen, they will be discussing, amen, should we even be bothered with this? Should we get COVID-19 vaccine? Now, there are so many questions, there are so many um, theories, there are so many different uh, 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 ideas about the virus. I mean, I mean, hey, what better way to come and get those answers resolved and at this round table today? Amen. So I encourage you to be here today at 5.30 where you can come and be a part of this here. You can, um, I believe there will be room for those that may not have gotten their questions in if you're the first time hearing about this, but there should be room for you to chat in any questions you have um, and they will take those questions and deal with them at that time. So please be a part of this special, special time. Also, we are involved, uh, we are having our 24-hour prayer vigil. That's right, our 24-hour prayer vigil uh, will begin. It's a 24-hour, starts 5 a.m. Friday, January the 29th. And it'll go all the way to Sabbath morning, January the 30th. Um, we encourage everyone, 5 a.m. January the 30th, should I say. And, you know, I spoke with the elder today, Elder Percy, um, and he shared with me that there was one slot available. But, amen, for those that say, man, let me get that one slot. There is room at the, you know, there is room in the end. Come on, somebody. Uh, Pastor uh, Elder uh, Percy shared with me that um, even if you, um, you know, want to be a part of this here special prayer time, that you can still reach out to him for our top members. Amen. You can still reach out to him. And it would be perfectly fine to have more than just one person play, praying um, during that hour. Uh, my time, I believe, is 12 midnight. That's right. 12 midnight. Um, there would be some jail doors open at 12 midnight. Amen. But if you want to be a part of that 12 midnight or 1 a.m. or 5 p.m., 6 p.m., you can get, a con get in contact with Elder Percy, and I'm sure he will plug you in. So much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. Also, we want to encourage you to mark your calendars for January the 30th. What time? What, what date is that? That's right. January the 30th. We'll be having our virtual communion. Um, we're so excited that we're able to spend this time with the Lord on the 30th of um, January um, as we are uh, 30 days into this new year. Amen. Um, and so you will hear more about that. Uh, we are excited about it. Been back and forth with the elders. We have our communion um, um, emblems already. They arrived this week. Amen. Uh, we'll get those out to you. Um, or if you're able, uh, if, if you're unable, should I say, um, we'll get those out to you. But on January the 27th, January the 27th, uh, we will be making that available for you to retrieve those emblems uh, from the home of Elder um, Harris. Amen. From the hours of um, 11 to 6. Amen. This will be a, a Wednesday evening. We do want to make room for prayer meeting. Amen. Which starts at 7. Um, and so at six o'clock um, on that day, on the 27th, 
um, you will be able to retrieve those emblems. If you are a senior and you're unable, again, if you are a senior and you are unable, please reach out to, your, to our elders or our deacon, and we will be more than happy to see to it that you get your emblems. Again, that's January the 30th. We'll be having our special uh, communion time together. And for those that are viewing afar um, and you want to take part in this special service, amen, uh, I do encourage you on the 30th to have your grape juice. Um, we're going to bless it and pray for it, um, your wafer. We're going to bless it and pray for it during that time. And that way you will be able to partake in the special service as well. Amen. Again, that is January the 30th. We'll be having our virtual communion time together. And we all know that um, Sabbath school um, starts at, at, at 10 o'clock. For those that want to be a part of that, we have a program every Saturday at 10 o'clock, amen, where our Sabbath school, you can join in and be a part of that service as well, amen. Our discipleship class today at 2.30, amen. Uh, we want to encourage our top family, for those that are wanting to be a part of that service, that we are studying um, with Sister Karen Lewis from the book Testimonies for the Church, Volume 1. And that's chapter 79 for those that want to take part in that special service today. Amen. Guess what, my family? Guess what, my family? We've started a new ministry. Amen. We call it Top Moves. Amen. Yeah, that's right. We have an exercise program. We believe that even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of this virus, we still have to stay fit. Amen. So we ask that you would join us on our Zoom virtual exercise class. Um, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 7.30 a.m., amen. Um, it's only for 30 minutes. Um, you know, I've attended it once. I must say, I got to be honest, tell the truth and shame the devil. Uh, I attended it once and been meaning to get back on there again, but I just, things happen. Life happens. Come on, somebody. Um, but we encourage you for those that want to be a part of it. We will, we will put this on our website. We'll have our um, IT team um, put this information on our website so that you can be a part of our top moves. Amen. Our top moves. Amen. We want to just ask that you will continue to be in prayer. Um, Wednesday night, we have our prayer time together at seven o'clock. You call in on the prayer line and we'll spend that time together. Um, each week, each week we have that time together. Um, also, um, as we wind this down, we want to encourage you as I see my wife is writing uh, to get those prayer requests in. There are several prayers that have come in already. Um, we want you to put those prayers in our chat, put those prayers in there, along with where you're from, um, where you're um, viewing from. Um, put those in the chats because we want to lift those up um, before the Lord um, here in the next few minutes. Lastly, but not least, there is a special, um, well, a couple of things. I want to make sure I cover these because these are very important, especially for our top family, for those that want to be a part of our top chat. This is a monthly Zoom connect chat with our top family and our members where we're able to come together um, and spend that time together. I know in the midst of this COVID, we're not getting out. We're not viewing each other or seeing each other um, like we normally would. Um, but here we're, we have developed this platform for you as a top family. You're able to log in and it's not a gossip time. Just want to put that out there. We don't gossip. We spend quality time together. I've actually been there. I've actually enjoyed it. Been there a couple of times, amen. Um, and so we encourage you to be a part of this top chat 
but we're able to just connect and just check up on each other and see how each other are doing. Two more things, and I'm going to get out of your way. Um, our women's ministry, um, our Central States Conference women's ministry, we're having a day of prayer. This is the time of prayer. If there ever was a time we need to pray, it is now. Amen. And so we're having a day of prayer, fellowship, and fasting on January the 31st um, at 9 a.m. And you can um, you will hear more about this special time as well. And I'm going to see if we can get this place on our website. And lastly, but not least, our tithe and offering as we get ready to transition over to our tithe um, spotlight. Um, tithe and offering receipts are available. Um, you may obtain your 2020 year in giving records from Sister Teresa, amen, the, our, our wonderful treasurer. Um, she can email them to you if you so choose or text them to you if you so choose, or you can arrange to pick them up from her. And so we encourage you to reach out to Sister Teresa to get your 2020 year in tax um, giving records, amen, uh, for your taxes in, 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 in this year. Amen. Again, God bless you. We thank you so much for being a part of this awesome service today. Um, at this time, we want to turn it over to our treasurer. Um, as he speak to us on how we can help support this ministry. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sabbath to you. Elder Carroll here with the Stewardship Nugget. Of course, during the pandemic, we're all stuck inside or not able to get out. But I want to show you something. As you can see, I'm still wearing my outreach T-shirt. Got on my outreach T-shirt because when I go out, people ask me about this shirt. You'd be surprised how many times I get to talk about our Tabernacle Praise Church and the love of Christ. So even though we're just in the pandemic and can't get around as much as we would like to, we can still be witnesses. Jesus says, you are my witnesses. And we're also called ambassadors for Christ. Now, what that means is when we go out and meet and greet people, we're to represent Christ. That's what ambassador means, representative. And they should see in us the love of Christ the care and the concern and the kindness that he has for them, they should see that in us. Now, one of the things he has given us to enable us to do this is our stewardship gifts, the gifts of time, talent, temple, and treasure. So time, talent, your body temple, and also your income or treasure. God wants us to use those benefits, those blessings, those opportunities to reach out to people and let them know that he is still here, that he loves them, that he's in control of this whole world, and that he has a great, great reward for those who accept him as Lord and Savior. So you can use your time, take time out for Jesus yourself, take time to share Jesus with other people. You can use your talents, no matter what your talent is, everyone has a talent, might be writing, might be uh, playing music, might be with the media or technology, could be serving people, whatever talent you have, Use that to tell someone about the love of Christ. And then also, the way we keep our bodies, the way that we take care of our bodies is also a witness for Christ and his love for us. Uh, our health is strictly tied to the evangelism, to the gospel message. So we want to take good care of our bodies and also instruct others on how they can have a healthier, happier temple for Christ. And then also our income, which can come in various ways, using our income to be a blessing to the Lord's work, using our income to help people in need, using our income, once again, to share the love of Christ. Now, we can use those things, time, talent, temple, and treasure, to be ambassadors and witnesses for Christ. But as they say on the uh, TV commercials, 
I'm gonna give you a one-time offer, one-time special permission from Elder Carroll. When you're out witnessing for Christ, I give you permission to witness for Christ. And if you have to, use words. If you have to, use words and witness for Christ. You have my permission to do that. So as you're out and about being a witness and ambassador for Christ, using those stewardship blessings, time, talent, temple, treasure, if you have to, use words to witness for Christ also. We just want to thank everyone who's constantly being faithful in tithing and offering. And as we have said, we're really working hard to, to catch up and square up with God. If we missed out on a couple opportunities to give last year, you can still do so. And you can give on the cash app at dollar sign T-O-P giving. You can also give through adventistgiving.org. And of course, you can mail your tithe and offering into our treasurer, Sister Teresa Harris. So be blessed and be a blessing. Have a blessed Sabbath day. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, Elder, for um, sharing with us, amen, the, the, that special way of giving um, and helping supporting this ministry. Um, we know that God is faithful and we know that God is on the throne, amen. But again, um, we still have our responsibility um, in helping the gospel message go forward. Thank you so much, Elder. We definitely appreciate, um, we appreciate that. Um, at this time, we do want to um, receive those uh, prayer requests as we go before the Lord, amen. Um, and so I'm going to ask my wife if she can just bring those um, prayers over here, amen. Thank you so much. Um, we thank you for logging those in. Um, God is truly in the healing business. There are several, several prayers um, that we need to lay before the Lord. Um, we know that God is still, again, in the healing um, business. Amen. And I'm going to slap my glasses on. This is where I get in trouble a lot. Amen. Because I try to do things without these bad boys, but I'm going to go ahead and put them on. Uh, we want to pray for um, Sister Bowens. Amen. Her sister, um, um, Atha, um, her health. Um, as COVID, amen. We want to continue to be with her, amen. Want to ask that we would be with Sister Gabby. Um, Sister Gabby, she watches over our children during Sabbath school. She teaches our young people, amen. Um, we want to remember her and her husband um, as they are having health challenges as well. Uh, we want to ask that we remember Elder um, Harris, um, the Harris family. Um, we got a call from um, Sister Teresa this morning. We want to lift up Elder Harris in prayer who's having health challenges as well. Uh, remember Dad Harris, amen, as we will continue to cover him and the Amber family who is battling with COVID. Um, uh, Alvina um, Elliot, we want to pray for her and her children uh, for spiritual growth. Sister Brenda um, wants prayer for the family of um, <clears throat> Deacon Henry. We want to remember the family as they are um, asking for strength um, to accept God's will. Also, we want to remember Sister Beverly. She wants to pray, want us to pray for a tabernacle of praise for top um, and our new members to come. Amen. Bible study class, um, which I can put a pin in right there. We are setting up for a new um, Bible study class. Uh, we want to um, get this message out on many platforms as we possibly can. Um, we want to pray for our teachers and our health workers. Amen. We want to pray for Sister Beverly's family. Uh, pray that Sister Brenda will have many more birthdays. And I just want to put a 
pause right there. I spoke with a former member on yesterday who was celebrating um, 99 years, amen, celebrating 99 years, Elder Trevelyan, amen, all the way in Indianola, Mississippi, amen. My wife's getting excited over there, amen, 99 years, amen, and, and, and it was just such a blessing. She was able to remember us, amen. Uh, Sister Karen Lewis want to remember her in prayer. Pray for George Smith, and again, uh, Sister Gabby, who has COVID, and Elder Kelly um, from Northside, who has COVID and is hospitalized. Pray for marriages to be healed, amen, and spouses to be saved together. We want to pray for um, the Miller family, and we actually, we will cover, cover them. Remember my family as well, amen. We want to remember Sister Lakita's family, amen, and her sister. We want to ask that God will just cover and keep her in the midst of all that is going on. Remember my mom, amen. I want to ask that you will cover her and keep her in prayer. For we know that God is definitely in the healing business and that he is able to do all things but fail. And it is our desire um, as we approach the throne of God um, that he will do just that to step in our situations and make the crooked road straight. Remember again, our top family. Um, remember those that are battling with these challenges. Um, and at the end of the day, we know that he that shall come will come. So let us bow our heads as we look to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we're so thankful, so privileged, so honored to be able to come before you and as always, as we open up our mouths, oh God, we recognize and realize that it is no accident that you deem this time possible, that you deem this day holy, that you deem these moments, Father God, special. And so as we come before you laying our petitions before your throne, we're asking that you will cover each and every one of us. Father God, we have family members that are battling with challenges, that health challenges, we have friends and co-workers that are battling with health challenges. Oh God, we need you to show up and show out in a very mighty and in a very powerful way. Oh God, we ask that you will first of all search our hearts and forgive us of our sins and ask, oh God, that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness, that your name will be proclaimed in these last and evil days. Oh God, you are truly worthy of all the praise. There is nothing that gets by you. There is nothing that is beside you for you are the alpha and the omega. You are the beginning and the end. And without you, oh God, we are hopelessly lost. But with you, Father, we are more than conquerors. And so we're asking you now, oh God, to step in our circumstances. We're asking you, oh God, to step in our situation. We're asking, oh God, that you will move, oh God, on our behalf. Don't move the mountain out the way, oh God. You said we can speak to the mountain. You said speak to it and it shall be cast into the sea, oh God. We don't want strength to climb it, oh God. We want to be able to speak to our circumstances and they be removed out of the way. So God, you're able to do that even now, oh God. So we're asking that you would touch down right now, oh God, even on this platform, even in this service, in the name of Jesus, that you would allow your name to be proclaimed. Move in the name of Jesus on each individual that is under the sound of my voice. I pray right now, oh God, your anointing will affirm
fall afresh upon those under the sound of my voice. I pray right now, oh God, that those that are in their living rooms, those that are in their bedrooms, in their dining rooms, are driving in their cars or wherever they may be, oh God, by way of viewing this service today, oh God, that you will stop by where they are and that you will let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand. Father God, there have been many names that have been laid before us today, oh God. We ask that you will be with Sister Bowen, oh God, and her family. We're asking that you will cover her sister, oh God, who is battling with health challenges right now, oh God, that is dealing with COVID. Uh, we ask that you will be with Sister Gabby right now, oh God, and her husband who is battling with COVID right now, oh God. We're asking that you will pour out your medicine of healing over these families right now, oh God. We're asking that you will be with Elder Paul Harris, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that whatever is worrying, whatever is stressing, whatever is pressing, whatever is moving on his mind right now, oh God, that you will stop by there and that you will heal him, oh God, that you will take the cares and the concerns, oh God, and place them on your shoulders, oh God, that you will heal him right now. Be with Sister Teresa this morning, oh God. We're asking that you will go before her and let her know that you have her in the palm of your hand. We ask that you will cover Dad Harris, oh God, who had a very challenging night on last night. But we thank you that he is here with us today, oh God. So cover and keep him, oh God. Cover and guide him, oh God. Be with the Amber, oh, Sister Amber, oh God. Be with the Amber family, oh God, the family of Amber who was battling with COVID right now, oh God. We ask that you will be with Alvina, oh God. Be with her in a very special way. Cover her children right now. Allow them to grow spiritually, oh God. And Lord, I pray for all children, oh God, that they will grow and have a develop, develop a relationship with you, oh God. I ask that you will be with Sister Brenda right now in the name of Jesus, that she will have a prayerful life, oh God. We ask that you will be with the Deacon Henry family, oh God. Give them strength to accept your will. Give them guidance, oh God, to hear your voice. Give them what they need, oh God, that they will know without a shadow of a doubt that you are the God that reigns supreme, oh God. Be with Sister Beverly, oh God, as she prays for the top family in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would be with all new members. Be with those that are longing for Bible studies, oh God. We pray for our teachers. We pray for our health care workers, oh God. We pray for this country right now, oh God. We lift them up before you. Eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, oh God, what you have in store. So we pray for Sister Beverly's family, and we pray that for Sister Brenda, that Sister Brenda will have many more birthdays, oh God. We ask that you will cover Elder Trevelyan right now, who was celebrating, oh God, 99 years, oh God. Oh Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for her life and legacy. Cover and keep her. We pray for Sister Karen Lewis, oh God. We pray for uh, George Smith right now. Again, Sister Gabby, oh God. We ask that you will be with Elder Kelly on the north side, oh God, who has COVID and is hospitalized. We pray for marriages, oh God, to be healed and spouses to be saved. We pray for the Miller family, oh God. We ask that you will cover my family right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus and ask you, 
oh God, that any dangers that are out there lurking, that you will step in, oh God, on our behalf, and that you will allow your name to be proclaimed, for you truly are an amazing God. Be with Sister Kathy this morning. We ask that you will cover her right now in the name of Jesus. We ask that you will be with her in the special way. Oh God, cover our family. Be with the spoken word today. Be with the ministering of song today. Be with those that are giving today. We pray over our tithe and offering. Father God, that we return a faithful tithe back to you, Father God, for we know that you have us in the palm of your hand. I pray for my wife this morning. I ask that you would touch her right now, oh God, that you would give her strength in her body and in her mind, oh God. Cover us, oh God, here in this address, oh God. Cover my babies this morning, oh God. Cover my children this morning, oh God. Allow your name to fall afresh on their lips when they're going out and coming in, oh God. Let not your Holy Spirit depart from them, oh God. But oh, go with them wherever they go, oh God. Walk with them and talk with them and let them know that they're yours and you are theirs, oh God. Let them know that you have them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We believe and we believe right now in the power of prayer. And as we continue to call on your name, oh God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you, oh God, for what you are about to do in the name of Jesus. Oh, the devil in hell, oh Father God. Oh, we rebuke him right now and we cast him out of this service. We cast him out of our homes, oh God. We cast him out of our schools. We cast him out of our marriages, oh God. And we cast him out of our children, oh God. Oh, we need you to day, oh God. We need you in this country, oh God. Oh, we've been battling this COVID for so long, oh God. Oh, we need you to do a great work in us today, oh God. Oh, we're in a new year, oh God. But Lord, nothing though, Solomon reminds us that there is nothing new under the sun. So Father, you already saw this day coming. You already had this day designed. So we ask that you would help us to walk by faith and not by sight believing that everything will work together for the good of them who love you and who are called according to your purpose. And again, we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen again. Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. Oh, he is truly worthy to be praised. Oh, we give him praise. We give him honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father, we bless you today, oh God. Hallelujah. I'm just so thankful today for what he has done. I, I'm just so excited at the fact that he has allowed us to be a part of this here special platform mm, because he's just good like that. Hallelujah. Um, at this time, we will be, um, we will have our special um, music, amen, from Sister Beverly. We ask that you will be blessed as you hear this beautiful woman of God. Before you 
so much thank you so much <laughs> sister beverly uh, to remind us thank you for reminding us that that he hears um, us when we call him amen a special shout out also to sister brenda amen i want to say thank you as we spoke earlier um, this week amen a special shout out um, on your birthday today we we are so thankful that you are able to celebrate um, another birthday, amen. We're gonna numbers, numbers aren't important, amen. Come on, somebody. Um, but we thank you, um, for and you know, for thank, thank God for you, amen. For um, a, to celebrate another special birthday, Sister Brenda. Um, thank you, amen. Um, God hears us when we call. Um, I know sometimes it, you know, it may not seem like it, it may not even feel like it at times especially when we look around and see what's going on um, in the world in which we live in, um, it kind of wonder if God is still around. Uh, but I want to assure you that he hears us when uh, we call, that God is forever there listening and not just listening, but he is answering um, our prayers. So we thank God for um, being that God in our lives. If you have your Bibles with you, we want to turn um, to the book of Hebrews, amen. 
um, to the book of Hebrews. We just want to share just a few verses with you. Um, the book of Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10. Um, and we want to start with verse 19. Amen. I see it there on your screen, Hebrews chapter 10. And we want to start with verse 19. Um, and it reads, therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, uh, uh, by a new and living way, which he con consecrated for us through the veil, that is his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts, come on somebody, sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Verse 24 says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, the power of the blood. Amen. Uh, uh, this text, uh, this passage deals um, more with um, our confession. Um, but as we know that um, holds fast to our confession, should I say, but we know that there could be no confession without first forgiveness. And there's no forgiveness without the shedding of the blood. And so as we spend this time together, I pray that something is said that will draw you closer to God. Let us pray. Father, again, we thank you um, for what you have done and what you are doing and what you are about to do. I hide now myself behind the cross and I allow you, O oh God, to have your way. It is not I, but it is Christ on the inside. I must decrease that you may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. A very powerful text, very powerful text. Uh, very difficult times that we're living in. There's so much going on in the world around us. So much is going on in the world. So much is happening in the land. There is so much on every hand. You don't know um, who to trust, what to believe. So much information. Uh, some you know, some you can put your, your stocks in. Some you, you, you just don't know what's going on. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, I would like to be reminded that that we can always trust and turn to God. That no matter what the world and what's happening in our land and what's happening on Capitol Hill or Sharon Hill or Little Hill or Big Hill, uh, what we do know is that God is a very present help 
in the time of any troubles or trials or tribulations that we can ever experience. I, I believe that in these days that we're living in, that is very important um, that we have a true and meaningful connection with God. A passage here reminds us, first and foremost, that uh, there is a way that we ought to conduct ourselves um, as it relates to the things of God. I just want to bag up real quick um, the verse 19 just to kind of set the stage because we have to realize that we are fighting a real war. And Jesus changed the game um, when he died on Calvary's cross. So as we put that text back up on the screen, uh, uh, Hebrews 10 verse 19, it simply says, therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holies by the blood of Jesus. Now, if I can just put a pen right there and just put a pause right there, because uh, that right there is what got me excited as I felt pressed to deal with this passage today. Uh, that God is reminding us that, that there were some things that, 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 that something happened uh, uh, on that day uh, when he gave up the ghost, if you will. Jesus died on the cross. Jesus laid his life down so that you and I can have life and, and have it more abundantly. And, and Jesus Christ came and, and he did all of these wonderful things. But, 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 but now Jesus is, is changing the game. Uh, he says that, that brethren, having now boldness to enter the holies by the blood of Jesus Christ. So what we understand here in this passage is that when you, when you understand uh, uh, the sanctuary and how uh, uh, the tabernacle and how uh, it was set up, uh, we understand that you have the outer court, you have the holy place and then you have the most holy place and 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 then on the outer court there were some things that took place and then then the 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 holy place there are some things that took place and then there's the the holy of holies which is what this passage is referring to it says the holies not the not the holy but but the holies of holies this passage is letting us know that we're not just that we're not talking about the outer court we're not talking about the holy place, uh, but we're talking about the most holy place. And so Jesus here, uh, uh, Paul uh, 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 is, is reminding us, if you will, uh, if I could put a pen right there, while there are those that go back and forth between Paul and, 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 and Moses, uh, the writing of Hebrew. Uh, uh, but, 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 but I'm going to say Paul, uh, 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 as he shares this message with us, that now Christ is saying, because of the blood. So when we talk about the power of the blood, uh, uh, the power of the blood now has given us boldness to come before God. Where at one point in the Old Testament, when the, the priests, uh, they would uh, take the sacrifice, uh, kill the lamb, they would go into the holy place and they would sprinkle the blood. Uh, they would clean uh, themselves, go into the most holy place where they would sprinkle the blood. You see, everybody wasn't able to do that. Everybody wasn't able to go into the most holy. But now, as a result 
of the blood of Jesus Christ now as a result of, of, of his death, now as a result of what he has done, amen, we are now able to come, not just come any kind of way, uh, but the Bible says that we can come boldly to God's throne. You see, our position, we have a new relationship with God through Jesus Christ. As we look at 19 through 21, we understand that he presents two vital truths, both introduces the, with sense. Amen. In, in other words, we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus Christ. We can now come to God. We can now approach God. We can now come before his presence with thanksgiving, entering into his courts with the, into his courts with thanksgiving into his presence. We, we can now come before our king with boldness, with thanksgiving, with grace. In other words, the holy of holies, only the high priest could enter there and only once a year. It was blocked off from all worshipers and even from other priests, if you will, by a thick veil. And we understand that on the day that Christ died, the Bible tells us that the curtain inside of the temple, it ripped from top to bottom, which signifies that now we are able to come boldly before God because of the blood that was shed for you and for me. Oh, yes, my brothers and sisters, I'm reminded of the fact that now the devil can't hold anything over my head. My past, you can't hold it over my head. Uh, uh, my faults, you can't hold them uh, uh, over my head. My mishaps, uh, uh, you can't hold them because now I have access. I now I don't have to have someone mediating for me. Hear me now. I can now come to God for myself. I, I, I mean, I, I, I solicit your prayers. Uh, I, I, I solicit those prayers. Amen. I ask you every, you know, please pray for me. Uh, uh, please call my name out before the Lord. But, 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 but greater than that, I can go to God for myself. Somebody out there watching, somebody out there needs to understand that you don't have to wait for mama to pray for you. You don't have to wait for daddy to pray for you. You don't have to wait for uncle or auntie, if you will, but you can call on God for yourself. I believe in these last days, we're entering into a place where we're going to have to develop a relationship with God in such a way where prayer will be a part of our daily routine. Amen. Where prayer would be something that we just do because it's who we are. That I mean, I mean, if I don't pray today, then uh, you know I will feel some kind of way. Uh, my daughter and I stopped by a, a business here um, in the in the uh, uh, St. Louis area, and as we walked up to the door, it told us the hours were from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. And, and, and at this time it was two o'clock and, and we were wondering why the doors were locked. We say, wait a minute, did they leave early? Is, you know, it, it, you know um, I mean, they should be here. But then when we looked a little closer, it said that they were closed um, from, from uh, two to three for prayer. <laughs> we need to incorporate prayer 
in our daily lives. Amen. Because we have access. We have this new relationship. You see, Christ is doing something new. You see, the way they did things in the old times, amen, somebody did it for them. But Christ is saying now, my brothers and sisters, this is a new way. This is a, a new thing. We have a new relationship with God. And that new relationship allows you now to come before God with boldness. Amen. We can come to him with boldness. Verse 20 uh, reminds us, reminds us uh, that, 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 that by uh, a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. Now God is saying, because of my death, because of my broken body, uh, uh, because of my death, you can now come to the Father. You can now seek his faith. No more do you have to hide and, and be ashamed to come to him. Come to me with your brokenness. Come to me with your imperfections. Come to me with all of your problems. Come to me with all of the hurt and all of the pain and all of the stuff that is keeping you held down. Come to me and I will lift you up. He said, this is a new thing now. You see, people, for whatever reason, you know, uh, 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 you, you know, and I, and I remember, you know, hey, I was there. I, I, I thought it too. Uh, I, I felt like I had to get myself cleaned up before I, I came to the Lord. I, I felt like there were some things that I had to get uh, uh, in, in place first because, you know, I'm coming to the church and, and, and I know in the church house, come on, help me, y'all. Uh, in the church house, there, there, are, there are sanctified folk there. In the church house, uh, there are folk there with no problems. In the church house, uh, there are those there that they, they have no issues. They have all their stuff. You, you know, come on now. Don't, don't, don't play with me. Uh, in the church house, you, you have those individuals that, that, that have their stuff so together that, that, that us sinner folk, come on, somebody, that us sinner folk feel like we have to get our stuff together just be, so that we can come to the house. But let me put you on notice that those same folk that claim or act like they got it together, mm -mm, they don't have it together. You know how I know? Because I'm in the house. Amen. I, 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 I've seen some things. Amen. I've heard some things. Come on, somebody. And I realize that you can't even get yourself together. There is no amount of cleaning up you can do that can get you prepared to be in the presence of God. Only God can get you ready to be in the presence of God. It's not the preacher. It's not the teacher. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I kind of went somewhere. Let me, let me get back on, on, on track here. Uh, 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 God said uh, that we could come to him now, that we could come boldly to him now, that we have access to the throne of God. Now, I don't know about you, that when I look around the world in which we live in, uh, uh, it seems like the world is, you know, uh, uh, you know, they say it's getting worse, uh, uh, it's getting bad. It, it, it's not getting bad. It is bad. And say it's getting worse. It, it's worse. It's, it, it, it's worse. You know what? The truth of the matter is, when we look at the world in which we're living in, when we look at white America, when we look at when we look at all of the hatred, when we look at all of the racism, when we look at all of this stuff, Amen. We're basically just seeing the revelation of what it is. There's nothing new under the sun. Things are just simply being revealed. 
Nothing is, nothing is new. It's not like it's a new agenda. It's the same agenda. It's just covered up. It, it, it's just being presented in a different light. Come on, somebody. Because hatred has always been there. Division has always been there. Racism has always been there. Amen. And so we have to understand that we have a great priest over the house of God in verse 21. We have a high priest. We have someone uh, uh, that, is, that, 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 is, that, is, that is working on our behalf and having a high priest over the house of God. Verse 22 says, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. We can now come to God, my brothers and sisters, even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of a crisis, God said, you can still come to me. You can still call on me. You can still seek my face. I'm right there in the very present, in your very presence. He said, you can come. You see, as I as I, as I realize and look through uh, uh, this passage, I understand that, that, that God has surpassed the Levitical priest. That now God is saying what the priests used to do in the Old Testament with the Levitical priests, how they used to go into the sanctuary and how they used to cleanse it. He said, I have surpassed that. In, in other words, they can't touch what I'm doing. You see, what I'm doing, it goes above and beyond anything that they can even think of or even imagine. Because in that role that Christ is, uh, is, uh, has taken, he said, I abide forever at the right hand of God to intercede for his people. God is saying what the priest did, it was just an example. It was just a small light on what was coming. Our understanding of God now as he sit next uh, to the Father, he said, I'm forever making intercession for you. Why? Because of the blood. Because of the shedding of the blood. Because of the power of the blood. You see, the blood has now given us access. We should draw near to God in faith. I understand that our practice, that we should draw near to God in faith and hold fast a confession of our hope and consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. This is where we are, my brothers and sisters. You see, we have to understand as we even look at the commandment, as we look at this passage right here, just in this passage alone, we see the commandments. And when we break the commandments down, we know that the first four deals with our relationship with God and the latter six deals with our relationship with each other. When you look at this passage right here, we see that as this passage breaks down, the first part deals with our relationship with God and the latter part of these passages deal with our relationship with each other because now the Bible was saying here in verse 24 and verse 24, he said, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and 
good works, not forsaking the assembly of us coming together. So now we understand that from the first part, that is our relationship with Christ. Now we can come boldly to the throne. Now our relationship with Christ is intact. Now that we're able to come to God, and now God is reminding us that when you're going through difficult times, when you're going through the crucible, when you're going through hard times and rough waters, when you're going through those lonely nights, uh, when you're going through financial hardship, when you're going through those difficult moments, I need you to understand that I am always making intercession for you. Why is God telling us that? Because God wants us to understand uh, that we need not concern ourselves about things uh, that we cannot control. Uh, but what he wants us to do uh, is to love one another. That's what we can control. But we get so caught up in stuff that is out of our hands. We get so caught up. Oh, help me now, God. We get so caught up in things that is out of our control. Well, now we're not loving like we should. We're not doing good like we should. We're not holding up the bloodstained banner like we should because we're overwhelmed with stuff that we have no control over. He says, now, when we look at this passage, when we understand that the first part is dealing with our relationship with God, now the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Now we understand that the shedding of the blood, not only did it strengthen our relationship with God, but when we understand the blood, now I can go to my brother. Now I can go to my sister and I can ask pardon. I can ask for forgiveness. Why? Because the blood has paved the way. That's the power of the blood. The blood has now given me the ability to come boldly to you and to my God and proclaim that I am sorry, God, for whatever it is that I've done. You see, a sincere heart is literally a true heart, and it refers to a heart without divided loyalties. That's a pure heart. I don't have a divided heart. My heart is locked in on Jesus Christ. My heart is fixed. My heart is locked in. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, that can separate me from the love of God. You know, uh, you know, oftentimes we use marriage. Hey, we use marriage when it comes to relationship with God. I guess that's a good thing because God did institute marriage. Amen. Praise God for marriage. Come on, somebody. And one thing I always remind my wife as we have our conversations together and we get tickled and we laugh and we joke and, and we have a wonderful time together. But I always remind her, I know where home is. Come on, somebody. I know where my house is. I know my address. I remember one day I was out doing church work and I was going here and there and to and fro and I was just so busy and I had to stop and I said, you know what? It's time for me to go home. Come on, somebody. Oh, you don't hear me out there. It's time for me to go home. My heart it's not divided. I know where my home is. I know where my God is. I know where my loyalty lies. Come on, somebody. You see, this doesn't mean that believers are beyond temptation or sin, but rather that although we are firmly enslaved to sin, 
to sin. Now we have become obedient to God. Hallelujah. So it's not like the stuff don't show up. I realize where my home is. It's not that I don't have trials and tribulations. I haven't arrived. I just know where my loyalty lies. It's not like stuff don't be presented to me. I know where my loyalty lies. Come on, somebody. I know where my God, my loyalty lies with God. And when I please God, I'm pleasing my wife. When I please God, I please my family. When I please God, I please my church. You see, you have to understand that when I do what God is calling me to do, that I don't have to worry about anything else because God is saying, I am making intercessions for you. Don't get caught up in stuff. Don't be majoring in the minors. I need you to allow me to do what I do. I know it don't look right. I know it looks scary, but there is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. When we strip, stop, and allow God to be God, there we understand that there is power in the blood. When I do what God has called me to do, I realize that there is power because God simply reminds me that he's making intercessions for me. Hallelujah. So I don't need to be overwhelmed. I don't need to be sidestruck. Come on, somebody. And I get it. I get it every day. I re I'm reminded as I look around my circumstances. Oh, I'm coming down my street now. As I look at my situation, I have to constantly remind myself of that God got me, that I don't have to worry about it because God already saw it before the, fo oh, before the foundation was laid. God saw my circumstances. God saw my struggles up before the foundation, before God breathed life into me. He already mapped it out. He already weighed it out. There is nothing that can show up on my doorstep unless God give it permission. Have you considered my servant, Jonathan. Oh, I thank God that he never gives up on me. Oh, I hope you understand what I'm saying here. I got just a little too excited because, see, when I come down my street, I believe that God know exactly what he's doing. So when I come down my street, I just get out the way. Come on, somebody, and let God be God. Hey, I thank God for it because he know exactly what I need before I'm even in need of it. Let me wrap this up. I can go all day. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, I feel it. I told you I'm in a place right now where I'm, I'm seeing so much. I'm experiencing some things, and, and there are some things that is happening right now, and I know it. I get it. You win this COVID. We can't function like we used to. We, we've just been thrown into a whole different dimension. Uh, uh, we, we can't even cook like we, you know, I know we get now. My wife can cook. Uh, I just threw that out there. Uh, but, uh, but, 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 but you can't even do your kitchen duties like you like to. You can't even function like you like to. It just stuff seem like you just got to get used to, to living all over again. Things just ain't the same. And no matter how we try to get back, that's not where God is trying to take us. He's not trying to take us back. He's trying to take us forward. And let me help us out. Let me help us out because I need us to understand. I got to help us out that, that sometimes going forward means you have to go through some difficult moments. 
uh, uh, going forward means sometimes you may have to go through a Red Sea. Now, I can imagine, I love, I, 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 I love Moses and, and, and the children of Israel and how they got to the Red Sea. And, and I get it. I, 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 I really do. I understand. But, 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 but I, I also realize that, 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 that when you're faced, when you're in a situation that you've never been in before, and you're looking at all of the stuff that is going on, and you see that there is no way possible. Now, I'm not saying that they limited God. It's just that when you don't understand the magnitude of God, because it could have been a very, it could have very well went, well, why worry? Just pray and God will open the way. But see, when you've never been there before, when, when, when you've never had God do such a miraculous thing, even, even just setting you free from the chains that held you bound, even when he paid your bills last month and you found yourself back, in that same situation, he, he did it before. Uh, surely he will do it again. But, 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 but when you've never experienced God like that before, it kind of make you wonder, what is it all for? Maybe we should have just stayed in Egypt. Uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't have I shouldn't have given my life to God because it seemed like there's so much trouble, so much problem, so much stuff jumping off left and right. My baby's acting up. My finances is acting up. It seemed like my money hate me because every time I try to grab a dollar, it's not there. Come on, somebody. It seemed like everything just seemed like it's just out of whack. What's the point? What's the use? Why even bother? But see, when you experience God on another level, when you realize that sometimes God have to bring you to the water, sometimes God have to place you next to a Red Sea, sometimes, oh, sometimes God have to toss you in a furnace, sometimes God have to put you in a lion den. And when you look at the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were doing everything that God had told them to do, praying and fasting and trusting and being faithful and witnessing and sharing the good news and doing everything that God had proclaimed to them to do and yet they found themselves in trouble all the time. My brothers and sisters, let me explain something to you this morning. Walking with Christ comes with a price. Hallelujah. That it's not always going to be easy but what we do know is that Hebrews remind us that God is always making intercession for us that even if I go through the fire I'll go in the fire because I know that God is able to step in the fire with me, that he will not put no more on me. Oh, I just want to go. He will put no more on me than what I'm able to handle, that if I have to go through it, hallelujah, he said, then I'll bring you through it. If I have to go to it, I'll bring you through it. And I'm so glad that God would not allow me to go into something that he hadn't already devised on the other side for me to walk away with a W. He said, oh yes, I don't believe in L's. I believe in W's. So Lord, bring it on. Hallelujah. Oh, because you're using me as an example. That's what's happening here, my brothers and sisters, that God is using us as an example.
temple so that somebody can see uh, how to stand uh, when everything else is laying down. Uh, they want you to see, uh, he want others to see uh, how to be prayerful when everybody else is crying, when everybody else is running, uh, when everybody else is giving up, uh, when everybody else is throwing in the towel. Uh, he said, I just need somebody to be able to stand in the midst of it all. Hey, I just need somebody that is able to be a witness uh, on my behalf. Uh, I just need somebody uh, that don't mind going through. Uh, I just need somebody uh, that don't mind being able to be a witness for me. He said, do I have one or, or do I have two? Uh, or do I have anybody that don't mind going through? Uh, or do I have anybody out there that don't mind being an example uh, for the kingdom's sake? Uh, because God said, uh, I've already made intercession. Uh, I've already paved the way. Uh, I just need you to go through it. Uh, take your eyes off of the left and the right. Uh, oh, that's my help right there. Don't look at what you don't see. Don't look at all the chaos. Don't look at all the confusion. Don't look at all of the drama. But just look at me. Oh, just keep your eyes on me. Oh, just hold fast to what I have in store for you. And I will bring you through on the other side. Oh, I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, but I understand and realize that sometimes God have to allow my days to become dark uh, because I understand that after the darkness uh, then there comes the light uh, I realize uh, that after the darkness uh, comes the light uh, there has to be darkness uh, then there was a light uh, oh I can't get no help in here today uh, oh I realize that today oh God uh, that you allow this stuff to happen uh, so if I'm going through a dark moment right now uh, just hold on just a little while longer because he that shall come he will come and he will not tarry if you just hold on just a little while longer oh god have us my brothers and sisters i know this this coronavirus is showing its rear head it's showing its ugly head but oh just trust god just don't give up on god don't let go of god because god realizes that we have to go this route because what he have for us uh, is better to go this way than the other way. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's best to go this way than the other way. And I know as I close, oh, I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to have to. Oh, oh, it's so good to me because you don't understand that I don't like being in the oven neither. Oh, can I just be honest with you today? Oh, I don't like being in the oven neither. But anybody know about bacon? If you understand about how to bake a cake, oh, no, not that bacon. Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. I'm talking about baking a cake. Come on, somebody. But if you know about baking a cake, come on, hallelujah, then you understand that there are certain ingredients that go inside that cake. Uh, and when you put all the ingredients uh, inside the cake uh, and if you're like me when I was a child uh, hey man, you used to like to lick the bowl uh, once you pour all the cake mix into the little pan. Uh, you want to sit back and you want to lick the bowl. Uh, oh yeah, you know you used to do it. Come on somebody, help me out here. Don't leave me by myself. Don't let me hang out here by myself. Oh, I just need a little company right there. But, but, but after you get all of the cake mix out the bowl uh, and you put it in the pan, oh, you don't just 
just stop right there. Oh, yes, it would be nice uh, if you could just stop right there. Uh, now that I done got cleaned up, now that I done got fancied up, uh, now God has wiped me clean. Now God has got my sins. Now God has delivered me. Oh, it would be nice uh, if I could just go through life. Uh, now that God has delivered me, I've taken my alcohol away. He's taken my drugs away. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. He's taken my cheating lips away. Come on, somebody. My lying lips away. Come on, somebody. God has now washed me. He's now fixed me up. Oh, it would be nice if I could just stay right there. But how many of you know that when you bake that cake, the next phase is to slap it in the oven. Come on, somebody. Just like God, when he clean us up, sometimes God, he got to put you in the oven because there are some things that will only come out in the fire. Oh, I'm trying to shut it down, y'all. I'm trying to shut it down. Oh, yes, there are some things that only come out in the fire. And I'll be, and, and, and my brothers and sisters, when God places you in the fire, sometimes it gets hot. It, it, it gets a little hot. I say sometimes, yeah, it gets hot in there. And God, sometimes he got to turn it up a little bit. Have you ever been there where you put the cake in the oven and you realize, it was, you know, you need to put a little bit more heat on it? You got to turn it up just a little bit. You got to get it back right because it's just not cooking like it should. And you don't want the cake to fall. So you got to put the right amount of heat on it. And that's why God has to allow us uh, to go through the struggles that we go through. Uh, he has to put some heat on us because he wants us to be strong. Uh, he wants us to be healthy. He don't want us to fall. So we got to put the right amount of heat on us, not to cook us too fast uh, and not to cook us too slow, uh, but to cook us just right. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to be in there either. But how many of you know that if you take the cake out the oven too soon? Mm, yes, sir. It'll be a waste of cake batter. God said, I can't take you out too soon. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Power to keep you in the midst of whatever it is that you're dealing with right now. He's able to hold you. He's able to mold you. He's able to do whatever it is that it takes to get you to that place. My brothers and sisters, the blood, hallelujah, the blood makes possible the practice of fellowship with God. See, I can't even really fellowship God and be with God if there were some things that he didn't allow me to go through. And while it may not make sense to us, the truth of the matter is it was never, it's not designed to make sense to you. Because if you knew everything that was going to happen to you, if you knew everything that God has set up for you, some of us wouldn't be in here today. Because I look back over my life and see some of the stuff that I went through while I was in the church. I would have said, no, nah, that one's not for me, God. But God understands and he knows what's best for us. I don't know about you, but as for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord. We're going to worship him. We're going to magnify him. These are very difficult days. These are very harsh days. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> and that's okay. Because what we do know is that the best is yet to come. This world 
of this world, it's not, it's not going to get better. But in Christ, he has something for us. And it is my prayer, it is my prayer that you accept him. If you would like special prayer or if you would like to receive Bible studies or if you would like to just contact the, the pastor, uh, here is our email address that you can, just, you can just join in with us. Type in there, amen. Let us know that you're here, that you're, that you're there, Top SDA Church um, at att.net. We'll get back with you, amen. Because what we do know is that God is on the throne. This world is messed up. This world is, is, in, a, is in a very, very bad place. But at the end of the day, God knows what's best. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you once again for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do in the lives of your people. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. And we thank you for your blood. The blood, the blood that give us strength from day to day. The blood that holds us. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for covering us. We pray for those that are under the sound of my voice that something was said that would draw them closer to you. We ask you to forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us, oh God, we do pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. I just want to thank you again for joining in with us today. And we pray as always that God's speed will be with you. Thank you and have a blessed rest of the Sabbath. God bless you.